I, I was uh, born 71 years ago in Toledo, Ohio, and lived in the Toledo, Ohio, Monroe, Michigan, that pocket for probably the first 16, 17 years of my life. And then um, I went into the service. When I uh, went into the service, I knew that I was different than a lot of other people. And I went into the service in the mid-60s, so I'm a Vietnam veteran and uh, discovered that that was something that you didn't talk about. You didn't say anything to anybody. I mean, you kept it quiet, uh, especially in those times where uh, you could just be killed for um, mentioning it, you know. And unlike today where I'm emblazoned with, you know, the colors and I stand out and stand up, uh, back then you didn't talk about it. You didn't tell anybody about it. There were no real places that a trans individual could go to learn more about themselves. Heck, I didn't even have a vocabulary back then of what a trans person was. Um, I thought I was uh, gay for a while, and then I realized that, uh, no, I have no, no, no inclination for men um, sexually. Um, that's not it. Well, I have for women, well, how can I be? And it was just a very conflicting time, and I had no one to, uh, to talk to. So I was rather conflicted growing up, and uh, I can remember a lot of times uh, in the Navy um, when I was sent some, someplace for training or whatever, um, frequenting gay bars, you know, not that I was interested in picking up a guy or anything else. I was really just looking for somebody else like me, you know, and uh, I never ever ran across anybody uh, that was like me or had any outward indications, you know, at least that I knew of. I wasn't a cross-dresser. I was more than that at the time. I didn't totally understand the concept of a trans woman or a trans man or trans whatever, you know. But I knew that I wasn't just a crust. It, it had it, it, nothing really to do with the clothes. That was just an expression of who you are, you know. I mean, and I still didn't quite have the terminology for it. I was starting to put that together. This was a time, uh, now we're talking about, oh, well, what would it have been 20 years ago, you know. And I was just starting to develop a, a vocabulary as a trans person. So this would have been in the 90s? Um, late 80s, early 90s, okay. yeah. Yeah, because I'm coming up on 18 years of sobriety in another week. And uh, that alone is my gauge. I can tell from that worth things happened in my life, you know. At that 18 years, I'm married to wife number four, and I'm sober for the first time in my life. And I'm also talking to other adults about me, and I like to express myself uh, as a woman. I feel like I am a woman, but I, I have no vocabulary for it. And I have, I don't know, dilly squat. And I stumbled across a book um, by Kate Bornstein, uh, she wrote a book called Gender Outlaws and all the rest of us subversives. But 
the gender outlaws, I started reading that book, and my God, I, I just had so many epiphanies while reading the book. She was writing my story. You know, I mean, she's telling my story. All of a sudden, I had a name, and I had terminology, and I had all kinds of references to more. And so from there, I started reading other people's stories, you know. I developed a very good library of current uh, trans-related uh, books. And by this time, I have moved from Janesville, Wisconsin, to Fargo, North Dakota. I'm 51, 52 years old, somewhere right in there. I've got my first year of sobriety, uh, you know, down pat, and I'm heading for more. And uh, I'm working at North Dakota State University, and I come full out. By then, I, I, had, I had found a group within the local community called Tri-State Transgender. Tri-State Transgender was just a budding little, uh, little group. There weren't more than four or five people in it. We wound up getting really active in a lot of different things, like in 2009, we uh, put a float together, and I uh, entered the Pride Parade. And that was our presentation to the public. And I can remember when we rode that float down Broadway, uh, hearing comments of, I didn't know we had any transgenders. You know, and other comments about, there's a transgender group here. You know, so it really, it was people's first exposure uh, to the fact that there is an organization, there is a group, there is somebody in this area that deals with uh, trans issues kind of concurrent to all of this, we start to uh, put on a yearly event called the Transgender Day of Remembrance. And what we really did was run our service and light our candles for the uh, people that had died, trans people that had died in the last year. How, as someone who out. came out yeah. older, it wasn't like yeah. it is now, yeah. um, how have you been able to have some peace with yeah. your with your family? Eighteen years ago, when I came out, my wife went over to her mom's house and called a family meeting. Got her two sisters and her brother over, and she told them all about me. So she told them all, and as soon as she got done telling them, she got up and started to head out. You know, she was going to take off because she thought they would all be opposed to it and everything else. And her uh, brother stood up and stopped her. He said, where do you think you're going? He gave her a big hug and sat her back down. He says, it doesn't matter. You're still the same person. He's still the same person. You know, and they all were in agreement. It's accepted by all of her family. My children all know, every single one of them. One of my sons down in Des Moines, uh, when I first came out for the first couple of years, he'd send me a card on Father's Day and on Mother's Day. <laughs> a Mother's Day card. I got a Mother's Day card. You know, I just, my heart exploded. 